away. Huberto walks in, makes a move, and he scores! Jonathan Huberto! And he scores! Alexander Markov! What a move! He's giving the Panthers the lead once again! Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Here are your hosts, Jameson Olive and Doug Plakins. Hey everybody, welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Territory Talk, and we are talking hockey again, once again this week. Again, remember last week, we had a non-hockey episode of Territory Talk. It went over well, by all accounts, we think. But we're back to talking hockey this week as we put a ribbon on 2021. This is the final episode here in the 2021 calendar year. The next time we record an episode of Territory Talk, it'll be another year into the future and a few Panthers home games into the future as well because the Panthers are getting ready for a big homestand this week. They're back on the ice. They're looking healthy. Just about have the full boat back together. Doug Plagans, Jameson Olive here with you as always talking all things Florida Panthers here on Territory Talk. Coming up in a little bit, our featured guest for the week, Panthers defenseman Lucas Carlson. He's going to be stuck. Stopping by. Great to find out a little bit more about his hockey journey, so you don't want to miss that. That's going to be coming up in just a little bit. But at the time of this recording, it is a Wednesday. The Panthers are kicking off a four-game homestand. They'll have the New York Rangers tonight, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock at FLA Live Arena. Tomorrow, Thursday, the Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning in a big Atlantic Division matchup. The Panthers trailing the Lightning in the standings, but couple less games played than Tampa Bay, so the Panthers a chance to make up a little bit of ground. And then it's going to be a happy New Year edition of the Panthers and the Montreal Canadiens coming up on Saturday, January 1st, 2022 at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And then on Tuesday night, the Panthers will have the Calgary Flames right here inside FLA Live Arena. So lots to get to. We'll have predictions later on in the show. But Jamison, I want to start with this. First and foremost, coming off the pause, everybody in the league had at least a little bit of a pause there, a little bit of an extended some holiday break, if you will. And some teams still are paused. Some teams still are playing. So uh, everybody had a little bit of extra time on their hands. A lot of teams coming out of it, maybe with some uncertainties, but for the Panthers, of course, you you always have that that prospect coming off a layoff where there could be a little bit of rust to knock off. It seemed like everybody was aware of that. They really emphasized the start of tonight's game against the Rangers, knowing that they're going up against a good team and knowing that they're coming off a little bit of a layoff. But for the Panthers, coming out of this little bit of a a pause in the schedule with some things falling back into place, the lineup as healthy, knock on wood, as it's been in a long time. Whether we're talking, you know, the guys that were in COVID protocol coming off that list, guys that were nicked up before the pause coming off of uh, off of injuries. The Panthers looking pretty good right now, personnel-wise. What have you taken away from that? Because it seems like a lot of these guys, uh, they're chomping at the bit to get back out there. Yeah, you heard that. That was me knocking on wood because um, things are looking really good right now. They're looking really positive. Uh, we saw, you know, this morning, Wednesday's morning skate, um, everyone's back except for Ole Olevi. He's the only player left on the COVID list right now, but Jonathan Huberdeau's back. Mason Marchman's back. Maxine Mammon's back. All all these guys are back right now. Uh, Mackenzie Weger's another one who's back. Um, everyone's out there. Everyone's looking good. The team looks like it did at the beginning of the season, which is just you know overflowing with depth. I mean, uh, the line that's not playing tonight is Frank Vetrano, Joe Thornton, Owen Tippett. 
They're not playing tonight. They're all healthy scratch. That line, that's actually been a whole line that's been together. Yeah, and that line is that that line plays for yep. thirty one other teams in this league. Yep. I think if the, if they if they were playing a game tonight, that's that's how deep the Panthers are right now. That's how good things look right now for the Panthers. And you can tell, like you said, the guys are reinvigorated. They're refreshed because things were really falling apart there. You know, heading into the pause, and I don't mean that in like a ne- super negative way. I just mean like literally they were losing bodies left and right. Guys were injured. Guys were going on the COVID. Played list. a game shorthanded. They played. I, I can't recall. In now my seven seasons here, I, I can't recall the Panthers having to suit up fewer, uh, you know, fewer than twenty players. Never for, seen for a game. I've never down seen one that player. Yes, down two players. Yeah. That was incredible. And you know, so many guys coming up from Charlotte in that game against the Kings. That last game before the pause played great. It was exciting to see those guys and get a preview of some some guys that will definitely be playing some games here in the future. Uh, but just to go from that to now this first game out of the pause where they're back to pretty much a hundred percent. It's invigorating for everyone. It's exciting, and the guys, like you said, it's going to be. A tough one tonight against the Rangers that first game back after you know I think just 13 days since their last game um, that's tough it's kind of like the first game of the season where maybe you know things are a little bit sloppier uh, we saw with you know the lightning and the Canadians uh, the other night anything can happen in these first games out of long pauses um, so for the Panthers it's going to be you know just about going out grabbing the bull by the horns and taking advantage of this game because Jonathan Huberdo said it this morning this team they lost I think three in a row heading into the pause they want to come out they want to get back to that winning mentality they had at the beginning of the season and like I said the best thing about that is they look now like they did at the beginning of the season in terms of a roster. Yep. So the uh, Panthers and the New York Rangers tonight should be a fun one right here at FLA Live, ArenaFloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. This is a, a Rangers team that is turning the corner as well. Uh, a team that's going to probably be a force for the next number the of years yeah, in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. So a team to keep an eye on. But Jameson, all of you had your hand raised. I did have one thing before we continue with hockey. I want to close the book on our episode last week, the non-hockey episode where we talked a lot of holidays. By the way, I hope you had a great, great I, holiday. Yeah, great did Christmas. you? Everything good? I did. Yeah. I made it up to Vero Beach. I got to nice. go to the beach on Christmas, which is very... No, I wouldn't say unique to Florida because other other areas have beaches, but it's definitely a big part of Florida Christmas is going to the beach. So that was great. But we, we talked a lot about goose, gooses and geese last yes. week. And so I put up a Twitter poll soon after because if you remember in A Christmas Carol, the big thing is a big Christmas goose. You know, Ebenezer Scrooge gets that big Christmas goose for everyone. Um, so I thought – I've never done that. You've never done that. But I thought maybe this is a thing people do because it's in A Christmas Carol. Um, so I put up a poll on Twitter and asked if anyone has eaten a goose on Christmas. And I've never seen a more lopsided poll in my life. Almost 800 votes, 4% yes, 96% no. 4% yes? Could we get one of the 4% like on the show at some future, point? future episode. Yeah. Next holiday we'll have to get one of them on to talk about it. But – that's kind of closing the book there on that because I know that a lot of people are interested in the whole goose goose debate there. So now we know, very uncommon, a little bit dated. It's more for the Dickens era, I think. Yeah, I was not involved in that era. <laughs> but speaking of Dickens, great expectations, Doug. And there's great expectations now for the Panthers. That was a good segue. I'm proud of that one. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. That's a literary segue. I give and it a 7.5. Panthers right now, 18-7-4 on the season. Like we said, really, you know, started really hot, been you know good since, but haven't really reached those heights they had during the first month or so of the season. But now that they are healthy, they're going to try and get back to that. They obviously have the talent and the depth, too. We just talked about that, how good they look. Sergey Bobrovsky's going to net tonight. He's been lights out this season. Season, so he's looking to continue that as well. But you mentioned the Lightning. You mentioned, you know, we haven't talked about the Maple Leafs. And we talked about it with Sean Rourke two episodes ago. It's going to be a bloodbath, uh, the Atlantic Division. It's so tough. It's be, yeah, quite a race. It's going to be a race. And those three teams in particular, I think, obviously, the three fighting for those top three spots. But that's why, you know, tonight's game's important. But, you know, Thursday's game against the Lightning. Lightning's first time coming to FLA Live Arena this season. Usually we get that game out of the way earlier in the season. But uh, it's going to be tough. That's a huge game for the Panthers. And I think... 
it's tough to come out of a break and have, you know, a back-to-back, but at the same time, I think this is the perfect kind of shot in the arm for the Panthers to kind of really just reignite this fire heading into, you know, here, what do you want to call it? It's not the second half of the season, but this next, maybe this next block of the season. Yeah, I've been trying to think of what we, what we call this portion. We're not quite at the halfway We're not used to having this pause yet. here, so don't the, we call it. Yeah, yeah so it's... But, next segment. But that, that holiday break is always yeah. kind of one of the benchmark holiday breaks usually where, three days it's, it's all but it is also a break where a lot of people do take a step back and you can see you can see what a team is by mm-hmm. now everybody in the league is what they are and everyone knows the Panthers are yeah. a, a really yeah. really good yeah. team everybody is uh, what they are at this point in time in the league and uh, the Panthers are one of those teams that's going to be vying uh, going to be vying for a division crown and uh, you know perhaps even uh, even more than that maybe even making a run at a, at a president's trophy so we'll see how things shape up as we get further and further along here in this season but uh, yeah the Panthers are going to be this isn't a time to dip your toe in the water a back-to-back against the Rangers and Lightning on home ice this is going to be an important stretch for the Panthers territory talk is always presented by Baptist Health the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers and Jameson Olive as we sort of segue into our featured guest for the week Lucas Carlson Panthers defenseman kind enough to take some time out for us coming into the year everybody knew about the depth that this Panthers team had. That was something we talked about quite a bit. And still, when you ask, when we talked to Sean Rourke a couple of weeks ago, asked him about what sets this team apart. And the depth was one of the first things that he mentioned. And even throughout some bouts with the injury bug, things like that, the Panthers still showed how deep of a hockey team they are. They've shown from the start this season that they have a, I mean, you look at it today, the Panthers have a fifth line that's not playing tonight that, uh, you know, a fifth line of players, a fifth line of forwards that could play for any of the other 31 teams in the National Hockey League. So this is one of the deepest teams in the National Hockey League. They've gotten healthy, but at the same time, you you look at the team coming into the year, there weren't a lot of roster spots necessarily up for grabs. But Lucas Carlson's a guy who's kind of seized an opportunity here. Uh, he's gotten a, a lot of reps uh, on the defensive side of things, and he's settled in nicely. He's looked pretty comfortable back there, and the more he plays, the more I've really enjoyed watching him play. So uh, great to catch up with him. But but again, Jamison, one of the guys that really seized an opportunity for the Panthers this season. Yeah, and I like what he's done out there. He's hasn't been afraid to you know really try something, take some risks, uh, putting a lot of pucks on that. That's how he got that first goal. That's how he has a couple assists now as well. But he's a guy that, you know, you know, paid his dues in the AHL, worked his way up, uh, and now here he is in the NHL. And I think every day and every game he plays, he kind of tightens that hold a little bit. And we've said it a million times. You could never have too many NHL defensemen on your team. And for the Panthers, Lucas Carlson, we still don't know how good he is yet or what his future is going to be. But I think at this point, we do know that he can play in the NHL and he's an NHL defenseman. So that's just another great tool for the Panthers to have in their toolbox, another guy like that. Because they do, you know, with Ole Levy out. You know, Lucas Carlson's in tonight. He's there with Brandon Montour on that third pairing for the Panthers. And he's going to play a big role. So, um, you can tell once we get to the interview how just excited he is and how grateful he is for this opportunity and just that he finally seems to have gotten over, not the biggest hump, but a hump to kind of get here with the Panthers and get some extended playing time. And he was kind enough to take some time out for us. Panthers defenseman Lucas Carlson making his first ever appearance right here on Territory Talk. Well, Lucas, first, thanks for stopping by here today. Great to talk to you. And uh, just want to get a sense from you overall. How's the feel? The uh, season felt for you? What's the, the feeling for your game? And I know you've had quite an opportunity this year, and it seems like you've really made the most of it. Yeah, you know, it's been, it's been really great, uh, you know, to, to get some consistency. Uh, I mean, I only played 12 games last year, so, so it's great to, to get in the mix and, and play more consistently. So, yeah, it's been, it's been great. 
And Lucas, you're really kind of entering now those, those you know, prime years of your career. You've been in the pros a bit, AHL, a little bit of NHL. Just how you know, different do you feel now than maybe you did during your first season in the league in terms of just being comfortable? Yeah, it's a big difference. You know, kind of know, know what to expect every season. Um, you know, most of the guys every, every time they're coming in. Uh, so you're getting used to, to, the, to the game over here. I mean, it's a big difference. Um, I mean, I played in Sweden before I came here. Um, so I mean, it's it's a lot of a lot of things to to take in, um, but I feel I feel great now after almost four years. And you look great out there. You're you're, you're playing great this season. You have a, a couple points. Got your first goal. We'll talk about that in a minute. But just overall, do you think there's maybe one thing that you've really worked on this year that's really helped you out? Yeah, I mean, I need to work on my defense, my the defensive play, uh, and all fit has been has been great for me. Uh, so I think I've. I've improved on that, and uh, you know I just gotta work on my feet. You know it's a it's a fast game out there, so I uh, just gotta keep working on it. And I know Doug has another one, but I gotta ask. You mentioned Olf. What's it like being able to learn from you know just a, a legend like that? Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, I didn't really watch him play, but uh, I know he was a great player and very tough. Uh, so no, it's just it's it's been really good to me. So it's been great. Couple things I wanted to get to off of what you just uh, what you just said there, but first, back on December second, you scored your first goal in the National Hockey League. Now that you've had uh, you know almost a, a month, uh, you know, with that under your belt, what did it mean to to get that milestone out of the way? And is that something that you're you know you're always going to have in the back of your mind, a, a great memory of when you scored that first goal? Yeah, for sure, uh, it was a it's a great feeling. Uh, I've been waiting waiting for a while, so uh, and. It, Oh, it, it was great to do with with this team as well. So, yeah, it was it was unreal. And you talk about uh, doing it with this team. How much has it meant for for your just uh, your transition here and the and with how much confidence you've been able to build up, how comfortable you are with your game? How much has it meant to be doing it this year with a, a team that's playing important games every night, that's winning games, that's right in a in a playoff race? I mean, this is this has got to be a lot of fun for a lot of reasons for you right now. Yeah, I mean, when you're coming into this team, uh, when you see see those guys, you know, Barkey, Huberto, Ekblad, Weger, I mean, those guys are, you know, probably one of the best best players in the in the league. So I can le- learn a lot from them, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been real fun uh, to to compete every night, and hopefully we can we can take this somewhere. Taking it back a little bit, what did it? Uh, what ran through your mind when you you found out that you were going to be heading to the Florida Panthers? I mean, it's a, a as you mentioned, an attractive situation. A lot of great players here, really talented team. Back when you were acquired by the Panthers, what uh, what went through your mind? I was actually happy. I think if I remember right, uh, no, I, I knew Panthers was a great team, so I knew it's going to be hard to to take our roster spot, but uh, I was just happy to to be a part of of such a great team. Uh, you know, I had a great time in Chicago as well, but, you know, I was, I was really excited to, to come here. And Lucas, uh, I, I want to ask, uh, the World Juniors going on right now, at the time of this recording, Sweden's had a great tournament so far. You played there uh, at one point in your career. Just, are you keeping an eye on it? And just what did that experience mean for you, uh, you know, early on in your career? Yeah, I've been, I've been watching. Uh, I watched the first game. Uh, no, it was, it was uh, you know, just unbelievable. Uh, and we played in, in Montreal as well, so. That was that was pretty sick. Um, no, it was a great great experience, um, you know, to to play in such a high level in that age. So no, it was, it was just, uh, yeah, it was a, a great experience, and uh, you know, uh, 
unfortunately, we lost to Canada in the semifinals, but it's a great experience. And it seems like those World Junior bonds kind of last forever. And I mean, you scored your first goal against the Sabres. Uh, Rasmus Osplin, Rasmus Dahlin were on the other team. Is it always fun kind of seeing those guys now later on in the NHL, uh, you know, considering it was years ago you guys played at the World Juniors? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we were a really tight group. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to those guys a couple times a year. So uh, just great to, to meet them again and, you know, uh, battle on the ice. We like to find out a little bit about uh, about our guests' history when uh, when guys come on the show here. First of all, your hometown. Do I am I saying it right? Gavla is that how you say it? Yavla. Yavla. Okay. So I did a little research, and I want you just to tell tell me what uh, what things are like back in Yavla because I looked it up. About seventy five thousand people, but it seems like a lot of NHL players have have come from that area. Some really good names on the list. Uh, is there anybody back home uh, who's playing in the league now that you, uh, in particular, have either looked up to, have have stayed in touch with quite a bit, and and what makes Yabla such a, a hockey hotbed? You know, it's such a small city, and you know we still have a lot of teams growing up. Uh, I think that's a big part of it, uh, and obviously great players. Uh, you know, when you look at Nicholas Backstrom, um, Jakob Markstrom, uh, you know, we trained during the during the summers together. So uh, just great guys to, to look up to. And we like I said, we like to find out what you guys are into off the ice as well. When you're not playing hockey, uh, what do you usually do and how do you spend your free time down here? Uh, right now I'm staying at a hotel, so it's not much to do. <laughs> Spend time with my wife and uh, and my dog uh, and you know a couple of the other guys in the team. So uh, just having a really good time down here. Tell us about your dog. Uh, what kind of dog is it? It's a small um, Chihuahua Pomeranian mix. So, <laughs> now it's easy to carry, and my wife wanted a small dog, so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's got to be fun for you every morning to, uh, you know, to wake up and, and have the sunshine. Uh, we always like to get a get a feeling from the guys on that. But playing down here in Florida, a little bit of a, a different world compared to where a lot of guys are playing hockey. How much energy does it give you in the morning when you get up and you've got the sunshine and, you know, you're coming to the rink in shorts? Yeah, it's great. Uh, I was, I'm not used to it, you know, coming from Sweden and played in Chicago as well. So, um, you know, it's great. Uh, just put a t-shirt on and, and my shorts and, and slides and just go to the rink. Yeah, it's great. Well, Lucas, Lucas we've really, uh, we've really enjoyed uh, Jameson's got one more for you. I got one more. I just got to ask, uh, this is the holiday, you know, the holiday edition, basically just how'd you spend your holiday? I know obviously strange times, but I'm sure you, uh, you had a good time. Yeah. I mean, we spend, I spent time with my, with my wife and, and my dog, uh, had some good foods. Um, you know, it's a, it's a great place to, to spend the holiday. So, uh, yeah. It was it was really good. Did the dog get a good Christmas present? What did you get the dog for Christmas? Uh, he got one of those small like beds to, to sleep <laughs> in. He was happy. Awesome. I'm sure he'll uh, I'm sure he'll love that. But uh, but Lucas, we we thank you very much for stopping by. We thank you very much for your time. It's it's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, watching you and your teammates play this season. And uh, we can't wait to see you back on the ice here very soon. Thanks again for joining us. Right. Thank you very much, guys.
Panthers defenseman Lucas Carlson right there. Big thanks to him for stopping by the show this week. Territory Talk is always presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Great to find out a little bit more from uh, Lucas Carlson about his adjustment to Florida, about the Chihuahua Pomeranian mix that <laughs> and uh, is also that. enjoying life in Florida. Yes. Jameson, you asked a lot of questions about that. Well, because everyone loves the dog talk. And I like him that he specified that his, his wife wanted a small dog as if it wasn't. You know he loves that dog. And I think I always like when guys have smaller dogs. and They're like, oh, you know, my wife or my girlfriend really want a small dog. Like, no, you are you are a, a dog dad and you love that dog. You're just trying to cover the tracks there. What What is it about people always feeling, you know, guys feeling like they need to have a big dog? I feel like, I, that, maybe I feel I, like that's kind of going away, but I think definitely now I'm not dogs sh- of all sizes are welcome. I'm not ashamed to admit. I, you love small given dogs. A, given a choice, I'd take a small dog. That's more I'd, space. I'd take a small dog. carry yeah. them around. And Easy for a, travel. For them, they don't need to go walk 10 miles in a day to blow off steam. They can walk from the kitchen to the <laughs> living room, and that's their workout. They're good enough. Uh, I, I, I like the small dogs. I've always I've had small dogs in, uh, in my life. I've never had never had a big, giant dog. I don't have anything against big, giant dogs either. I love, I love all big, dog. giant dogs. I love yeah. all dogs, yeah. But, uh, but given the choice... If if they if they put out like ten dogs, say mm-hmm. hey, you can have one of these dogs, I'm probably gonna look to the smallest one in the line and take that one. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I I've had big dogs and small dogs my whole life, and I love them all. And uh, Lucas Carlson, I want to meet that dog. I want when we're back to normal. Part great. of it too is my living. You know, you when you live in an apartment, yeah, the small look. dog just lends itself yeah. to that. Fit, fits in with the furniture yeah. a little bit better. The big, the big dog, I feel like, would get a little stir crazy in the apartment. You and I don't have a lot yeah, of space. I don't have a backyard. Yeah, you know? not a lot of backyards around here right now. It's a lot of apartment living, but. Um, I think when all this gets back to normal, all the guys need to bring their dogs in for like a doggy play date here at the rink. All the players, and it'd be great. That's that's content right there. I'd love to see that. We could get uh, something like that on uh, a future edition of something here of on something, the Florida Panthers yes. channel. Our next, our video series called Something, where Doug and I just talk about it and do it's something. Probably be a big episode. hit. I think it could be a big hit. Yeah, we'll put it in our back pocket for later. Let's get into uh, some predictions, James. And there's a lot of hockey to be played before the next episode of Territory Talk, so we have a lot that we can discuss uh, or a lot that we can throw out there, and maybe some of my lofty predictions won't be so lofty because there is such a sample size of games that I can uh, that I can go with. I am going to say, well first, what's what, what's the what's what do we got between now and next episode? We've got the Rangers tonight, yep, 7 o'clock, Panthers in the Lightning tomorrow night Thursday at 7 mm-hmm. at FLA Live Arena. Saturday at 1 o'clock, we've got the Panthers and the Canadians and then on Tuesday at 7 o'clock, we've got the Panthers and the Calgary Flames. So we've got a four-game chunk of time to discuss before the next episode of Territory Talk. There's a lot that can happen. Jamison, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that uh, Alexander Barkov is going to score twice in the next four games. How many points do you want coming to back, Coming back from injury. He's been on a score and tear before, before the, uh, the injury. How many points do you think that deserves? 13 and a half. Oh, come on. Two? Two. Two, okay, because he's tied for the team leading goals. Yeah. Two, I'll give you two for that. You know, the funny thing, I, I was going to say Barky was going to score four goals for three points, but I'm going to take that back because I don't want to go too head-to-head with you there. So I'm going to say, mm, I'm going to say, oh, this is tough. I want to go I want to go big here because, like I said, I'm currently leading 5-2 in the points game. I haven't forgotten with the pause. You, you were hoping I would, but I have not. I'm leading 5-2, so I want to go for a big swing here. And I'm going to say, we've been pushing for it all year, so I'm going to say Sergey Bobrovsky, shut out. And I'm going to say, Johansson gets in a game and gets a win. And I'm going to say five points for that. 
Yeah, five points. You can have five points for that. That's big. Johansson might not even get in the game. Uh, he just got here, so we don't know. That's I'm, I'm risking a lot here, pushing a lot of chips to the table. Five points. Shut up for Bob at some point and a win for Johansson. My name point. is Jonas. <laughs> you just want it. You just want him to you know, uh, have a big save out there so you can say that. So I can say my first track off the Ble- yes. Weezer Blue album. My but name I will is say, Jonas, so there's our gonna... predictions right yep. there. Uh, always tweet at us at Doug Plugins at James Coop. We love to hear your predictions. Like we always say, keep your own score. It's the honor system. Yep. We don't want to know how you guys are doing. We're honorable people. Well. Um, but one thing I'll say as we kind of wrap things up here, I'm so scared of that 1 p.m. game against Montreal. <laughs> 1 p.m. games, you just... On New Year's Day. And 1 p.m. games, uh, both teams will have played, you know, other games this week. It's There's a lot... There's a, there are always a lot of variables with the one well, o'clock games. holiday and early game just seems you like never know what you're going to get. It's mo- the weird void. The, yeah. I mean, you think back all those, you know, over the course of the last number of years and the, you know, all those Sunday noon and one o'clock games nationally televised that we think about how many of those where you just the game would start and it would be two featured teams and you'd never know what you were going to get. You could give me like game to game. You could give me the Gretzky Oilers versus like a random college team on a New Year's Day at 1 p.m., and I still wouldn't feel 100% great about giving that win to the the, the Well, and especially in the first period, you don't always know you what you're going to get in the first period. Somebody could, come out with, somebody could come out with a crazy jump. I hate them. Somebody could have a hard time getting going. You just don't know. Some guys do love them. Some guys love them. It's a different, it's a different, it's a different energy yep. with those games, yep. and it's unpredictable. It's chaotic. And, and guys do. There are guys that love the matinee games, uh, and there are teams that play. Guys that love eating chicken parm at 8 a.m. <laughs> yes, and there, and there are guys. Billy Lindsay, he, I think he liked the change of pace. He liked he liked getting up and having the pancakes and the waffles and the you know the the different food uh, to prepare for the for the uh, afternoon game. We we always discuss that, but there are some teams as well that are much more accustomed to playing the one o'clock games. Uh, you know, Philadelphia, Boston, for yeah. example, those teams play one o'clock games, matinee games all the time uh, at their at their home building. So maybe they get a little bit more used to it than uh, a lot of the other teams across the National Hockey League. But that's going to be a fun one on Saturday. They're all going to be fun ones. So uh, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, get your tickets. Whoopsie out at FLA Live Arena a lot as we put 2021 to bed and open up a new chapter, 2022. And that's going to do it for this edition of Territory Talk. Next time we talk to you, it's going to be a year into the future. There will be four more Panthers home games that will have gone by that'll have elapsed the Panthers you look at the schedule James and they're going to have to make up some road they're going to be some road games uh coming up in the second half of the year you can look at the schedule and there's there's going to be a they're going to be a lot of games away from home that we're going to be talking about uh the Panthers playing these four home games uh going into the end of the calendar year and the start of the next one so that's all going to even out and uh, we thank you very much for being on board with us we thank Lucas Carlson for stopping by here on Territory Talk Happy New Year everybody hope you had a Merry Christmas Happy Holidays we thank you very much for being on board with us. Jameson, you have your hand raised? I do not. I'm just kind of oh, uh, you're just uh, stretching my hand stretching. a little bit okay. here. I'm typing a lot already because I it's getting back into you know game day game day mode here, game preview, all this. Thought maybe you had something you wanted to bring no, to the table. Just, just getting the okay. hand ready. Well, think about what you want to say next week. Uh, we'll be ready for it. New episodes each and every Wednesday. New episodes every week from us here on Territory Talk, uh, Spotify iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can find Territory Talk there. Do we, date, our, do we date ourselves now saying iTunes? Because now it's Apple Podcasts, but I'm Apple always going to say iTunes. Yeah, uh, iTunes, YouTunes, everybody tune tunes. We all tune. Yeah. And I hope people keep tuning into the show. I've been an iTunes guy for a long time. I, I Wherever you want to listen, we'll <laughs> welcome you aboard. For Jameson Olive, for Lucas Carlson, thanks to him for stopping by. Thanks to all of you for stopping by. This has been Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Folks, we will talk to you next week.
Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.